This is the dotted line, 97.1 FM. You're on 3MDR. I have been listening to a new album this week. The album is called Stay by the artist Kaiser. Paul Searles is the person behind said name, and he joins me. Hey, Paul. Hey, David. Nice to talk to you at last. Excellent to have you on the show. Tell me, first off, uh, a bit about the project. It's a solo project. Uh, You might be aware I've been in a band for years. I was signed to Sony and this and that. And the last few years I've been doing commercial music for films and whatever pops up, a bit of theatre and whatever. And I just needed something to – it was just purely my own selfish kind of project. (laughs) And I've been tinkering away at it for years. Um, It's a way to practice all the instruments on there. I played everything and sang it and mixed it and whatever. So, Hang yeah, on. it's a discreet little... I'm going to pause mm. you right there. So, you played mm. all of the instruments on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is just showing off. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about the, the different things, because uh, it's obviously a, a synth-driven, I guess you'd call it, album, but I was particularly impressed with the drums on it. So, they're all... That's you playing drums or programming drums? It's a bit of a mix. I've got a setup here in Singapore. We've got an old shop house and on the ground floor, we had a little jam space set up, which the clients love. We had little get-togethers every now and then. So there's a kit set up. Yeah, I'm not the greatest drummer in the world, but when I mixed it with the program drums, I got a really nice texture out of the room and it yeah, blended really well. I was impressed with the mixing. The sound stage, the stereoness of it is beautifully done. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, I think a lot of that might come from working with the theatre, which is really all about the space. You know, it's a little bit of composing, a lot of sound design, and that helped a bit. Uh, and plus, I used to be an architect. I studied architecture, so I do think spatially about things, about things, how things work around the room and through the speakers. And there's some good tricks these days, some good software to get things really moving and popping. So, yeah, it's quite a lot of fun. Tell me about the Singapore. What what took you to Singapore? That's an interesting story. Yeah, well, I had a friend up here, a guy I used to jam with in Sydney around the clubs for years, and uh, he'd been up here for a few years with his family and uh, offered me a really nice job as an in-house composer. He had a music company, and uh, I wasn't sure whether to come at first. I, I'm a bit of a homebody. I liked it down in Sydney, but um, he brought me up here to check it out took me pretty much straight away to a private island and wined and dined me, and I thought, yeah, this could be fun for a while. <laughs> and it's a really beautiful part of the world, and it's, it's central. I hadn't, I've travelled a lot through Europe with a band I was in years ago, but I haven't seen a lot of Asia. It's been really cool. And you haven't had to worry too much about lockdowns, etc. They've handled it fairly well up there, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's tight. I mean, they're very tight with the groupings. You can only have five people... Uh, and uh, a lot of the entertainment's closed down. Yeah, but people get around. There's a good community spirit here. Very much everyone's working together. It's quite strict. I mean, there's pretty hefty fine for everything. It's probably a well-known fact about Singapore. You can get nailed for dropping cigarettes and whatever. Very, very expensive. And there's pressure on the expats, especially to behave themselves. There have been a few people kicked out for breaking the rules. But it's worked well. I mean, yeah, as you said, it's a very safe place to be at the moment. This is The Dotted Line. I am chatting to Paul Searles. Tell me a little bit about the album. 
Well, it's been a long time coming. It's been a pet project over a few years that I fit in between all my other projects. And every new project I take on, whether it's a soundtrack or a bit of theatre or the occasional bit of advertising, uh, all my perspectives changed. And I came back to the album and changed things and replayed things and tweaked things according to what I was into. So it was a bit hard to settle on a style, but I eventually found something I was pretty happy with. Uh, was pretty synth-driven at first. I'm a keyboard player. I used to play keyboards in a band called Skunk Hour quite a few years ago, and that was all about old synths and retro textures. So the album started off very heavily based on that. And over a couple of years as I was tinkering away at it, I actually got a bit better at guitar, so it became a bit more guitar-heavy and... As you mentioned, the live drums snuck in there. And uh, it started off as kind of an apology. Just as I moved up to Singapore, my brother had a kid. And I'm a bit of a a little bit neurotic. I'm a bit of a worrier. I'm worried about the world and the problems maybe our generation's caused for her. She's a tough kid. She'll deal with it. So I thought I'd look at some of the issues, not in a heavy-handed way, but as a kind of apology to her, in a way, getting some things off my chest. That's the way the lyrics developed. And these are all your uh, songs? Yep, yep. I was on holidays. I had a friend living in the Seychelles, which is uh, these beautiful islands off Africa. He was working for the government there, and I slipped over for a couple of weeks to visit and sat down with my laptop and sketched things out in you know, the Apple Garage Band, which is a really great tool for this sort of thing. I set myself a goal. I'd write one song a day, just the bones of it. And I was thinking structurally, like all the way, even from the first sketches of how I wanted the whole album to go together. Because so I, do, I do love listening to albums as a whole experience, you know. And uh, I've dabbled in screenwriting over the years, just another hobby of mine. So I was, I'm using some of those classical screenwriting structures to put the whole thing together pretty much how it started and how it developed i was trying to do it in very light strokes breezing through and uh making sure the whole thing worked together and i gradually colored in the whole thing as i went made sure the segues were cool and there was a development of the moods and songs one screenwriting technique which i really like is this hero's journey you know and the you start from an ordinary world the first song's about the financial crisis and things that were very present at the time and then it slips into more kind of heroic stuff and then there's a little bit of a darker spot at the end you know that classic hollywood movie style the album is called stay i wanted to ask you about the title track i am such a sucker for a a beat driven track and this is one of the most i guess beat driven tracks amazing bit of drums on it Funny, the bones of that started quite a few years ago. I was working with a guy called Jonathan Burnside and uh, Sleepy Jackson. I was doing a few keyboard bits for them. And it was kind of a leftover progression. I liked the chord movement at first. And then, yeah, really early on, I had this bit of a beat. It's quite simple, just a fat bass beat and vocals. And, of course, that gives you a lot of room to build it up. by By the end, it was pretty much a wall of noise. I'd thrown every keyboard and guitar I had at it. You'd have to trim it a bit. It's a funny kind of concept. I had this idea of, you know, the last person on earth almost. Everyone's turned. It was a strange paranoid space I got in. He's holed up in a hotel room and hoping his girl will come. He doesn't know if he'll come. 
And, uh, yeah, that big finish as the drama builds as they close in on him. So the original vibe was a bit sci-fi, a bit techie. Um, I'm a bit of a nerd like that. And that was a story that I, you know, like a movie kind of story I tried to stick in. But um, it ended up being my favorite track. So, yeah, I called it, I named the album after that. I hear 
This is The Dotted Line, chatting to Paul from Kazar. Tonight, very synth-driven, this track. And again, as I said earlier, this one got a fantastic stereo mix on it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was a lot of instruments, a lot of harmonies. This is one that started off with, I had the idea for the chorus. I didn't want a traditional song structure. I just wanted to keep building and building and get bigger and bigger. So I laid down all those harmonies, which do create a great space. I use different microphones and various techniques to get a big sound. And I'd come back six months later and ate another layer when I was singing better. <laughs> Over yep. the course of the album, I, I wasn't a brilliant singer to start with, but I just kept working at it. You know, you tinker away and it's amazing what you can pick up. Back in Australia, I was – just before I left, I was gigging with Jenny Morris – and Steve Balby from Noiseworks, we had a trio, which is really fun. And they were very encouraging with my vocals. You know, I had to really fill up a lot of space with my harmonies with those guys, and they're amazing voices. So that helped me get going. So, oh, yeah, back to the song. is uh, vocal-driven very much, and I just filled in the gaps. I tried to keep the verses quiet, and it just builds and builds. It's just got one big chorus at the end. Yeah, happy with that one. The vocal treatment I thought was interesting. It's sort of, you've used the similar treatment uh, through a lot of the songs there. Certainly there's like layers and layers of vocal with lots of harmonies, a really tight, beautiful harmonies. Oh, thanks. Well, uh, a lot of it comes from insecurity. I, I just every time I'd have a vocal on its own, I just terrified at the sound of my own voice and... This is a bit of a trap of self-producing, you know, um, you, you, when you don't have someone to make the decisions for you, you, know, you can just keep going and going at it. But I think the sound works. And as you said, the, the doubles and things are pretty old school. I just doubled and doubled and made sure all the phrasing was good and uh, very similar. Most of it's, most of the verses and things are three, three of me, uh, which gives it a nice natural kind of chorusing effect, I guess. Maybe on the next one I'll be brave enough just to have one vocal. We'll see how we go. <laughs> You're planning the next one already? Yeah, it's pretty much written. But um, I've yeah, had a crazy couple of years. And uh, to be honest, it was hard enough getting this one finished. My, my wife was unwell for a few years, and that, that pretty much took over everything, put, put the album on hold. But... Because it was pretty emotional times at home, it did add a lot to the album, I, I guess. You know, I wasn't aware of it at the time, but it went from being a pretty cold, hard, synthy sci-fi thing into a more lush affair. And, you know, more of those organic elements kicked in and, yeah, it became much more, much more feeling in it.
is the dotted line i'm chatting to paul searles tell me a bit about kaiser how do i find you if i want to find this album how do i do it it's released with an american label and uh it's across all the platforms through one rpm so you should be able to find it on pretty much anything you're streaming talk about it this is like don't let the bastards get you down but it's got this really up feel to it well yeah i just it's you know the world's getting a little crazy, isn't it? It's getting very extreme. People's opinions are spreading here and there. I was actually quite inspired by Russell Brand. I, have, I watched a few interviews with him, and I just loved his energy. I mean, he's a very positive guy, even with nasty stuff going on. And I think that I tried to get that optimism. It's almost a bunch of crazy conspiracy theories that's verging on unusual opinions but i put it together i just wanted to give people confidence it's got a kind of a stadium hook at the end Uh, i got on facebook and asked my friends to sing on it for me so i sent a little snippet of the song and a bunch of people were singing it in their cars and recording and sending me their phone recordings so uh, that's why there's a few different voices in the middle which is really fun getting my old mates involved in it from singapore to sydney and wherever
This is The Dotted Line. I'm chatting to Paul Searles. The album is called Stay. It has just been released. Don't hide. Now, this is this is back to not so much synth but guitar in this track. Yeah. That one, yeah, I was on holidays on, oh, believe it or not, a friend's island. He's got a private island. Just very of, close. Of to course, Singapore. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny how it works out. And there was an old nylon string guitar just lying around in the bar. And uh, I recorded them. I'd just done the laptop speakers. And uh, I, I almost used that original recording, but there's these fishing boats up there with these, they've got no, no mufflers or anything, and it trundled past, so it kind of ruined the recording. But yeah, I just, um, yeah, fiddling around. Like I'm not, I'm no brilliant guitarist, but I worked at that one and I think I got it down okay. Um, that was very much about a relationship and insecurities in the relationship and, you know, admitting that a lot of the problems you can. <laughs> get in a relationship with your own problems and throwing your own issues at the thing. So, yeah, it was a good release. It was about letting go and about a – it's got a journey in it, some hero's journey looking for the problems to solve, and it's kind of the way it worked out. Oh, 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 
This is The Dotted Line, chatting to Paul Searles. What's on the horizon? What do you reckon's coming up next? You said you've got another album written. Anything else? Yeah, I've got some plays happening, some theatres starting to open up. We had a few good shows. There's a company I work with regularly here called Wild Rice, and uh, we're all set for a big year early on, a few different and quite a variety of productions, and we had to cancel the shows, which is pretty cruel, especially for this company. So getting back into those, I'm doing a bunch of co-writes with some American artists, which I've been set up with, and uh, some remixes of this album, and a couple of film clips for the album, which I'm still trying to get to. A little bit of commercial work, because I still do have to pay the bills, and uh, that's keeping me busy. But it's a really good writing year for me, and I guess I'm finding a lot of my friends are doing less gigs and more writing, more creation. You know, in Sydney, you have to, when you're gigging, you have to play a lot of other people's music, but now people have got more time at home. Some amazing stuff's coming out of people's home studios. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. Uh, yeah, everyone who's been in lockdown seems to have um, put their energy into writing and to producing. There's been some amazing stuff. I think over the next year, we will see some absolutely amazing stuff appearing. Yeah, it's uh, in every every discipline. You know, I've, I've got friends writing more and film scripts popping about and some beautiful art as well, of course. So in many, many ways, I mean, people have had to look pretty deeply at themselves, locked up in a, locked up at home. Uh, if you had a family set up, it's different. I've been pretty much on my own this year, so I've driven myself crazy. But uh, I've got it. The next album's pretty together uh it's i gotta say it's a product of a strange year kind of a souvenir of a pretty unforgettable you know american politics and everything that's going on it's a pretty defining year in a lot of people's life isn't it you know to go down in history indeed yeah tell me about the recording of the album do you you were just saying that you've got one um, ready, you're ready to start recording it. Do you, have you got your own studio, home studio set up? Yes, I do. Uh, I have a studio in a shop house in Chinatown here, which is a beautiful old building. 
with a lot of old space that you can hear some of the space on the album from various stairwells and things that I recorded. Uh, but the home studio is good. It's more focused. I've had to strip back the gear and I'm not fiddling about with too many gadgets. I'm back to pretty much just lyrics and notes and music, not getting distracted by the technology. So that's a good setup. I'm in a building called a black and white, which is a wonderful heritage style building in Singapore. That a lot of them used to be offices buildings. And I'm on this sort of estate. It's a rolling green hills with chickens running around and all sorts of critters. When it rains, the frogs come out and it's pretty, pretty musical, to be honest. This is The Dotted Line. I'm chatting to Paul Searles. He has a new album called Stay. I wanted to ask you about Lo-Fi. This, this track is nothing, nothing uh, like Lo-Fi. Yeah, so I, it started off a little like that. It was crunchy and strange and quite techy. I had this idea of this guy orbiting the Earth, not sure whether he was going to make it home and dealing with his own issues out in the lonesome. And I guess it's funny, this year with the COVID, a lot of people had to do that, cocoons. So it became a little more relevant. But, yeah, I, I did lush that one out just because I had that – thing about looking at the earth from above and I wanted to be big and wide and beautiful and a little bit of nostalgia missing home so I wanted that warmth and lushness
This is The Dotted Line, speaking to Paul Searles. I heard rumour that your daughter might be in Russia. Oh, it's been a strange year. I'm sure there's some strange stories like this, but um, my wife was Russian and unfortunately she passed away early in the year and uh, we went back uh, went back to the funeral in, in Russia and this was minus 30 degrees and the grounds of a beautiful monastery there. It was quite surreal, but... Um, my daughter's still there. She wanted to stay with relatives, and the lockdown hit. I couldn't get her out. I'm still waiting to get over there. So in the future, I'll be setting up in Vladivostok. I've got a suitcase-sized suitcase studio now and a um, whole different kind of inspiration on the horizon. So we'll see how it all goes, see how it all opens up again. This is The Dotted Line, chatting to Paul Searles. His new album goes by the name of Kazer, spelt K-A-Z-R. Stay is the name of the album. I was going to ask you about Sorry. We talked earlier about vocal treatments and your layering of all the vocals. Uh, this track especially has lots of vocal treatment in it and beautiful harmonies. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, uh, that's one that started out a bit fuller. It went all over the place and I ended up stripping it right back and uh, the, the more instruments I took out, the more vocals I put in. Pretty much, it's a lot of it's pretty much just bass and vocals, isn't it? With a few yes, it little is. textures in there. The organ I had, a, I've got a friend in Sydney called Sloth. He's got a vintage synth cave, which has got some magnificent instruments in it, including a really old Hammond. So that was a core of it as well. That one stayed from the early days. Travel 